Welcome back to the Birth Proof Podcast with me, your host, Annie. Joining us today, we have Angela. Angela is a hypnobirthing instructor. Hiya. And the founder of She Can Birth In. She Can Birth In aims to empower women and couples to birth in confidence through taking control, releasing fear, and gaining confidence and knowledge. So, Angela, thank you for joining us today. <laughs> thank you for having me. Great. So before we get into this, everyone knows here on the Birth Food Podcast, we do like to kick things off with an icebreaker question. So are you ready? No. (laughs) (laughs) But go for it. (laughs) So what has been the biggest lesson that life has taught you so far? That you cannot always plan ahead. Um, I think for me, that's the biggest lesson that I've learn and my friends and family could tell anyone about me that I'm a big planner and you know I've got married I planned to have two kids bought a house for our little family of four and God had other plans for me and I'm blessed and happy to say that I'm expecting twins now which wasn't in my plan (laughs) but um yeah this is the new plan and I'm just embracing it so yeah that's one lesson that I've had to take on and learn so yeah yeah I see I love that nice and concise and just straight (laughs) (laughs) nice nice and easy I was expecting worse (laughs) we've had worse trust me you've got a good question today (laughs) so Angela can you talk to us a little bit about yourself maybe just touch on a little bit about hypnobirthing and yeah what you do um and just a little bit about you uh, in general really yeah so um I'm a mum of a two-year-old um I work for social in social care um I've got a passion for hypnobirthing which is the reason why I started she can birthing yeah. um for me she, hypnobirthing came out of chance um just with a friend asking us to um try the course because she was a teacher and she just needed um a student to practice on um so we kind of agreed to that and we were a bit skeptical we didn't really think it was you know our thing um I in at that stage I was just happy to kind of go with the flow and let the professionals do what the professionals do yeah. and yeah just just see how things go so doing the course and after the four weeks of learning and practicing and getting that knowledge uh, me and my husband were different people we were more informed <laughs> yeah. um our eyes were open to so many other aspects of birth that we didn't really know or think about um and then in comparison to you know like nct courses or hospital courses there was so much more information and practical things that we could use from hypnobirthing that yeah i just thought you know this is such a great um opportunity to learn and to teach and to yes. share with other people yeah. um so yeah that's where kind of hypnobirthing started for me and yeah, yeah since then i started my um instagram account just to diversify hypnobirthing a little bit more and share information and ideas to especially first-time mothers who Mm. have never heard or had never heard of hypnobirthing and especially for people that look like me because before I heard of hypnobirthing I you know I I didn't hear actually of hypnobirthing before and when I've spoken to people um they didn't know anything to do with it or yeah yeah 
and they didn't associate it with themselves they thought okay mm. maybe something for upper class people or yeah. you know for for the royals because at that time where I kind of found out about it the royals were kind of um you know doing the course and highlighting that it was working yeah. well for them so mm-hmm. yeah I just wanted to get out there and say hey I've done this and it really worked for me and it may work for you yeah and you know signposting people to different accounts or um different resources that they can look into and also my course as well because at the time I was running the course so yeah mm. just getting that information out there a little bit of background so um Talk to us a little bit about what hypnobirthing involves. Can you kind of just, you know, how, yeah, did, you sure. get, how did you get into it? I know you mentioned, you know, you got into it because it was a friend who kind of, you know, used you guys as her students and stuff. But yeah. can you talk about what it is? What does it mean? Is it like hypnotherapy yeah. or hypno something? Like what, yeah. <laughs> what does it so, mean? Is it? Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot of um, scepticism when it comes to hypnobirthing because of the name. And a lot of people think that it's about being hypnotized or, you know, that kind of thing, which I understand the name, you know, gives it that kind of um, directional idea. But it's, it's nothing to do with that. It's more about, I mean, the hypno bit is more about getting women into a relaxed state during yeah. um, pregnancy, labor and birth. That's, that's yeah. what really essentially the, the name is coming from. Um, but hypnobirthing is a great option for um, birth preparation. So it's a full course and it's around the logic and scientific um, background to birth. Okay. Um, and also about how the mind kind of works with the body and how, how you, can, you can connect the mind with the body. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and it has aspects of tools and te- techniques which is a big thing about hypnobirth and that's what people really want to know. How, okay. how can I use it to um, prepare for birth and to have a better birth for me? Yeah. So how so. can some women use it? Is it when you say breathing techniques? So during labor, how do you like facilitate that? How does that work? So the tools and te- techniques, there's different aspects. So there's breathing, as you've mentioned, um, okay. and there's um, two different kinds of breathing, up breathing and down breathing. So there's two sets of breathing for different, times of labor um there's other tools like visualizations um that's just connecting your mind with your body and also just taking yourself away from the situation and kind of relaxing yourself and um imagining what labor what labor looks like to you or taking yourself away from the situation so you may be um visualizing a holiday that you found really relaxing just to relax your body and relax your mind um affirmations are massive and you know a a really good tool that I used in the past and present um and just keeping yourself really positive so giving yourself um words of affirmation positive words to kind of keep you on track and keep you positive throughout the journey yeah so yeah just repeating those words and starting to believe that you know these things are happening my body can lead me um yeah, yeah I've got some examples um my journey my body my babies um uh, my body is strong because yeah. as you know birth really? you know birth takes a lot out of women yes um but our bodies can take a lot and I think 
after birth people re- realize then how strong their body has been or how strong yep. they are and what they've been through so yes. just saying those positive affirmations during pregnancy and birth can really put you in a positive mindset absolutely yeah yeah so um how what's the duration of the course how long is the course is it something that women start to do antenatally or is it within the birthing room that they start with these affirmations when Um, do you typically like to kind of start your training with women so um the course i would suggest women it's not just women actually it's good for um the mother and the birthing partner to do together and because it's a learning journey for for both people the birthing partner is going to be there to support the woman throughout the whole journey um the course is typically around um four weeks um usually 12 hours of teaching that can be split up in, in between those four weeks and I would suggest the course to start around 25 weeks of pregnancy onwards. Mm. Um, although there's no late stage to start something because you can always learn yeah. at whatever um, period or journey you're, um, of pregnancy you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and starting at 25 weeks onwards, um, it just encourages you to practice those tools and techniques and get that knowledge. And it's not too it's close enough to the birth but it's not too early so that the information is still quite fresh Mm. um and with with um starting at that duration you're able to um keep practicing and allow those tools and techniques to be really efficient when you really need them during labor and birth so Yeah, yeah It's quite an interesting um, thing, actually. Um, hypnobirthing is something I've seen in practice myself. And I honestly didn't know anything about it until I kind of saw women channeling that energy within. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she just kind of wanted to be left alone. She just kind of internalized it. And I was just like, wow, like she's really coping with yeah. the pain. I don't know yeah. if it was more of a coping mechanism or if it's a pain relief sort of thing. I don't know. What, what, what does it do for the woman um, in itself? Does it help her to cope with pain in any way? I th- yeah, you can put it that way. I think it's just with with the tools and techniques and with, I, I think also, it's not just about the tools and techniques. It's also about knowledge, understanding what is happening to your body, when it's happening, why it's happening, yeah. and then putting together those tools to use to actually relax you as much as possible. Okay. Because once you're in a relaxed state, yes, you're less prone to everything that's going around around you yeah. so whether it's um you know you're you're in your zone you're able to concentrate on your body you're able to put all your mind and energy into your body yeah. and into just channeling the facts that you're about to give birth and you're connecting with your body yeah. regardless of what's going on around you so I think it is um you can say it is kind of like pain relief because mm. you're able to connect with your body and and channel whatever you're feeling and yeah just use those tools and techniques to kind of get you through whatever it is that you're going through and obviously women have different pain thresholds so you know it's it's not going to be the same for all women and that doesn't mean that you know when doing hemobirthing you don't use pain relief because Mm. you can of course you can it's whatever works for you so yeah I mean from your experience what have you seen to be some of the benefits of hypnobirthing um with for the mom and the birth partner um, definitely the bond between the birthing partner and the mother. 
um, the birthing partner is an advocate for the mother. Um, yes. And once the mother is in that relaxed zone or, or whatever it is, then the birthing partner is there to kind of answer any questions or yes. direct the journey, as it were, to, um, you know, be the best birth for the mother as much as possible. Yeah. Um, and during um, the course, there's different tools and techniques for the birthing partner so there's scripts that the birthing partner uses and there's stroking techniques that the birthing partner uses Mm -hmm. there's music that the birthing partner uses to kind of get the mother back into a relaxed state of mind so I'd say that that is one of the benefits so that you're there's a closer bond between the two of you um another benefit is knowledge you're more Mm. informed you're able to ask the questions with confidence that you're not too sure of to professionals you're able to challenge them in a professional way if you don't agree with something um you're able to know your rights and to say no and to know that you're able to say no when you know something doesn't work for you yeah um knowing the risks and benefits um knowing the risks and benefits also the bonds that you have with your baby if you're given birth and you're you're in a more relaxed state and birth goes your way um your baby is born into a relaxed environment exactly you're able to then bond with your baby um, better than maybe a mother who you know has has gone in a different journey to what what you may have gone through um also the relationship that you have with the professionals they're able to Mm. see that you're you're in control and that's another mm. thing you're the mother is in control I think hypnobirthing gives you that empowerment and that education to give mothers that control a little bit more than they think they can have so no yeah I, I, I agree I agree I think um you know even just off of the back of that can just thinking about cesarean section because this sounds like we're talking about a lot of normality here so in the case mm-hmm. of something potentially going wrong yeah. Can hypnobirthing still be used? Definitely. Can it be used in a cesarean section, for instance? Like scenario? Yeah, definitely. So hypnobirthing mm. is not just for the natural home births that, you know, a lot of people see or hear about. Um, me, myself, in my first pregnancy, I ended up having an emergency C-section yeah. because of um, failure to progress. That's another thing with hypnobirthing. We use more positive words failure to progress is so negative um isn't it um (laughs) but yeah I I was um induced and I thought things were going okay and then all of a sudden things changed very very quickly and I was able to just take that on and relax myself with the tools and techniques that I had learned yeah um just focusing on my breathing um, taking in that information and I was prepared that things could go different mm. I was prepared I understood what cesarean was I understood what would happen with the cesarean so I was already prepared for that route if it came yeah. so was my so was my husband um, so we were able to make that decision quickly um, with the epidural I'm not so great with needles but again <laughs> um, I was able to get myself in a relaxed state to be able to just get on with what needed to happen get the injection um and the cesarean happened in like 10 to 12 minutes it was so quick but yeah just I think just being informed of the different types of birth 
uh, the different routes and complications that may arise um, and still think in a positive way to say actually birth is birth regardless of if it's a natural birth or a cesarean birth you're still giving birth your mm-hmm. reliance on the professionals when you need it is really important because they know what they're doing they're trained to um, deal with emergencies and keep you safe and to keep your baby safe so it's it there's always a positive in situations regardless of what route or what direction it may go through so yeah so are you in the room with women when they are going through hypnobirthing is that something that you train them to do themselves yeah with with the tools and techniques yes yeah so during the course um we'll go through breathing exercises we'll go through scripts we'll listen to relaxation music um we'll suggest affirmations that are directly associated with them so for example I was told during my first pregnancy that I would have a big baby and the complications with that that obviously put a negative you know vibe to my you know to my hypnobirthing journey so what I did was find affirmations that were related to my situation Mm -hmm. and to say actually my body is able to birth my baby regardless of you know its size or whatever Mm -hmm. may arise so just being very specific and person-centered in your approach to the tools and techniques that you're going through because there's going to be women that choose specifically to have a cesarean rather Mm -hmm. than a natural birth um there's women that have had trauma in the past and they're really scared of a particular procedure or something so really personalizing the course for the women and then Mm. practicing throughout those four weeks okay um allows the women to kind of you know get ready and get prepared so when i um hear about hypnobirthing similar to what you said i do feel like to some extent it is sometimes considered a class thing you know women have to pay for it privately and you know do you think it's something that is more related to class and more related to culture or um, you know race or I don't know what what's been your thoughts so far I think it, it's just down to um, highlighting that it's there a lot of women don't know about it okay and a lot of women don't have um, enough information um, highlighted around them so I think so now that social media is you know really prominent and every most people are on social media the message that there's so many different kinds of um, birth preparation courses highlights hypnobirthing a little bit more than it okay. did before um, and it's also I think it's also down to um, what is acceptable in terms of um, your culture Mm. your background and things like that and I know one thing for me going into hypnobirthing is um it worked for me but then when I did my teacher training course I realized that most of the teachers that I was training with were not black Mm. and then I just thought okay so if they're not black are black women willing to or are black women aware of, of hypnobirthing um, is the awareness there? Is the information there for them to kind of, you know, get all the resources that they can get and prepare themselves in that way? Yeah. Um, so I think it's changed now. I think it people are more aware of it now okay. because of social media, yeah. and I think that gap is also slow, very very slow being filled. Where 
there's more um, black and diverse um, hypnobirthing teachers mm. to kind of get that information out there a little bit more. Um, and also just the willingness from black women. I think more black women are taking more responsibility not that there was no responsibility there before but more responsibility for their birth in terms of um getting out there and learning more and not yeah. just relying on yeah. um professionals yeah. like I did initially yeah. um yeah and just take taking more control of their birth I think in general our society women in general um regardless of their color or class or whatever it is they are taking more control over their birth so mm-hmm. yeah I think things are changing and there's still a lot of issues, especially for black women with um, things like um, black women are more five times more likely Absolutely. to die. Yeah. Um, so being aware of that information and then taking responsibility to kind of find out what I can do as a mother to, you know, be more aware, get that information. Yes. What are the complications that affect me and my mm. race and my background and my culture so yeah. that when something is an issue I'm able to um, advocate for myself and absolutely. highlight the issue so yeah I think absolutely. things are changing slowly yeah no we're definitely hoping for a change in the healthcare profession because as you said the statistics are alarming and mm-hmm. you know and it can be quite worrying for mothers as well even from a hypnobirthing perspective with all those yeah. fears and maybe those anxieties you know how do how can hypnobirthing uh, channel the woman's energy into thinking positively and trying to eradicate the thoughts of negativity and fear um how does how can you how does that work i'll answer that with my own um situation right now um expecting twins there's a lot of complications and um issues that are thrown at you and yes you have to be informed of of what can go wrong um yeah what diagnoses there are that affect um these particular kind of twins and things like that um so I think it's just about again just being informed taking responsibility and taking that control and also using the resources that you have around you like Mm. I I've joined um twin forums and twin groups yeah to get that information and get experience from other women that have gone through the same thing as me asking Mm. those questions um I'm making a point of looking at positive birth imagery and videos birth yeah. videos to kind of prepare myself for not just a vaginal birth with twins but also a cesarean birth with twins mm. and how things like that can affect me and also being already being a mother how is that going to affect me with a toddler and you know just getting the support that there is around me to kind of prepare myself so yes it can be hard to stay positive sometimes because we have to face reality of of what could happen and what could go yeah. wrong but I also think that negativity may also affect you mentally and staying positive does change your attitude to things yes so you know you can get that information of the risks and the issues but you're able to channel it in a positive way to kind of say okay I'm informed but this is what I'm going to do about it absolutely so, wow great yeah well, thanks for that thanks for sharing that um how important do you think it is to engage your partner um into the process like how important do you think it is to educate our husband and yeah partners yeah what are your thoughts on um, getting them involved i know you touched on it a little bit earlier but have you noticed any benefits from 
having your partner um, kind of understand hypnobirthing and being involved in that process? I think it's, yeah, I think it's really, really important. Um, Initially, I didn't with my first pregnancy. I just thought, um, I'm going through a bit. It's my body. It's I'm I'm the one that's going to give birth, so I'm the one that's going to take more mm-hmm. responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I think my husband had that same attitude. Like it's I'll be body. there physically, yeah, <laughs> I'll be there physically. Um, and I think he mentioned one time, yeah, you can hold my hand because I think that's what I'm here to do, and that's about it. But after doing the initial hypnobirthing course, yeah. um, we both saw how we can support each other and. For me, yeah. I'm I'm someone as as I've said, I'm a planner. I will do research. I will mm-hmm. sit there and ask questions. Where my husband's not that kind of person. He's very out of mind, kind like yeah. out yeah that, that out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. exactly. <laughs> so if if yeah if if there's an issue or a complication or anything, he's just gonna think positive and not really read into. The negative things of yeah. side of things uh-huh. um so since doing hypnobirthing and and learning about everything in terms of different types of pain relief different routes yeah. of birth different complications we're able to lean on each other okay. and i think your birth partner is really important because they're your main support system they're the ones that know you inside out yeah um your your health professionals are there they they know you from a piece of paper in terms of your notes and mm. your situation yeah. Yeah. yeah so they know your partner knows you from a personal point of view they know what is going to relax you they know what is going to um suit your needs at the time yes. they know how how to meet your needs at the time they're going to be there as an advocate to speak up for you when you need it when you Absolutely. can't speak yes um yeah so I think they hold a really important role yeah and I think nowadays uh, men are a bit more involved in birth because yeah. women and courses like hypnobirthing are kind of bringing them in and giving them a role I think for men that they don't they didn't or they don't some men still um don't understand what their role is and why, don't know why how do you to think that involved. is though why do you think that with some men they aren't I don't know they're not well traditionally obviously we know that men haven't really been kind of in the room during the birthing experience and you know things like that but why do you think that men haven't really or some men don't really get involved so much in it and how do you feel like we can encourage men to become more involved in 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 this process in the birthing process I think there's different aspects I think I know for a lot of cultures as I've said it's a women it's a women's thing so men are not really involved and some men even still nowadays choose not to come into the birthing space at all and wait until yeah. the babies, babies are born. born. Yeah, it, I think it comes down to also traditional views as well as you've mentioned. Yeah. And also just not knowing or feeling helpless because they don't know how to get involved. Um, so courses like hypnobirthing allow them to have a responsibility and a role okay. um, and encourage the mother and the birthing partner to kind of work together to see what role they can have and what role they feel comfortable in having as well because you know it's it's both of your babies at the end of the day so just leaving the mother to get on with things is not 
you know comforting to the mother you're not providing a loving and positive um, environment for the baby to be born in so I think hypnobirthing kind of encourages that responsibility and that support and that yeah just that level of involvement a little bit more Mm. and for my husband um yeah if if he wasn't there there's certain things that you know going through by yourself it's not going to be a positive experience you Mm. you need that you need that comfort and that love around you to kind of get through yes especially if things turn a different direction you need to lean on someone so Yeah, yeah absolutely um, even for you, like going into um, going into your just kind of sh- touching on your own birthing experience, um, what would be your ad- ideal kind of birth if you could think of one? What would that mean for you? What is the most important thing? Um, first and foremost, that my babies are born safe and healthy. Yeah, um, and I have that confidence in my consultants that I have now we have a very good relationship and I think it's important to build that relationship with the people that are going to be looking after you um I know for for some hospitals and um some clinics you're not always going to have that one-on-one relationship with the one person that's going to be there at your birth but I think just having that confidence to ask questions and to build a rapport and um know the ins and outs of how your birthing space works or if you're going to you know be be in a hospital ward or wherever you're going to give birth just knowing the environment and knowing what the procedures are knowing the policies that may Mm. affect you in your birth Mm um yeah I'm I'm just I I know where I'm going to give birth I know my birthing partner is going to be my husband Mm -hmm. we've spoken about um what our options are what we'd like to do if a and b and c happens yeah um you know we, we've got a good relationship with our consultants and our midwife um so yeah we, we're already before the birth even is even close we're already kind yeah. of creating that positive yeah. um experience so that when it comes down to it it's it's not always going to go to plan but we know that we've got each other and we know that we can rely and we've got that confidence and empowerment to kind of take control a little bit I mean I'm even so glad you mentioned like talking about staying positive earlier um, and really calm during birth like what how important do you think that is to 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 try and remain in that headspace of positivity like what 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 could that potentially mean I know you touched on it a little bit earlier but I'm just going to ask again what could that potentially mean for the process of birth um I've got an example that may not be appropriate. That may be appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) But let's say you're going for a number two. Mm -hmm. You're going for a number two in your house. You're comfortable with your toilet. The temperature's good. Mm -hmm. Um, You know what's around you. You've got your phone with you. If it's going to last a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And because you're relaxed and you know the environment and, you know, the everything's going all right the flow is just gonna go it's gonna be comfortable and it's gonna go (laughs) whereas if you're in an environment where you're not comfortable yeah the temperature's cold people are gonna come in and out (laughs) um you know (laughs) your body's gonna tense up and and nothing's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and I would say that's exactly how it is with birth if you're if you're not in a 
comfortable, relaxed state of mind, yes. your your body and your mind is connected. If if you're not comfortable, your body is gonna react to that. Yeah. If you're comfortable and you're relaxed and you're happy, your body is gonna respond in the same way. That's true. And I and I know with the birthing process, if um a mother feels um like there's any predators if we're going to go back to being animal animals yeah. um you know your your body you're going to be protective of your body Survival you're going to be protective mode. of your child exactly you're going to be protective of your child the birthing process actually stops altogether because that's true your your body is responding to your mind and is responding to your environment and yes. what you need to do you're going to go into flight or fight mode um so yeah i'd say that's exactly the same thing mm. i think making sure that You've got your home comforts with you if you're not at home and you're not birthing at home. Yeah. Um, you've got familiar smells with you that relax mm-hmm. you. Um, you've got your partner with you that knows you in and out. You've got your resources with you, whether it's music, whether it's pictures, yeah. whether it's affirmations, whatever is going to get you into that positive and relaxed state of mind. You use that to your advantage yeah. because, um, yeah, that, that's what's going to make you birth better absolutely in a sense so would you say it's a good idea to maybe have like to change up the room in a way that maybe feels a little bit more comfortable for you like even if it's definitely or trying to lower the bed in a way that it feels comfortable for you then you should kind of explore those options definitely definitely don't be scared to change your environment to suit your needs because at the end of the day it's your birth it's your baby it's your experience that you won't have again Mm. and you may have another baby but the first experience or the second experience won't be the same so absolutely take advantage of that obviously do things according to hospital or birth yeah trust guidelines yes yeah exactly but um yeah definitely i would agree with that you know it's so interesting because i had a conversation with um, someone the other day and i often find when it comes to birth a lot of the themes that i hear is control and lack of control leading leaving women feeling quite vulnerable sometimes Mm. um how important do you think it is to kind of maintain that control over your body and how can women do that how can they maintain control because if if they're under pain and things are happening so quickly around you things can happen so quickly you don't you don't get a chance to have Mm -hmm. that what's your advice for that trying to kind of maintain some element of control in that situation i would say you're your own advocate if something you feel is wrong um you need to highlight that because at the end of the day it's only going to affect you and your baby and you don't want that Mm -hmm. so it's really important to advocate for yourself if you can again if you can't that's where your birthing partner steps in to to kind of do that for you they they know what what you look like when you feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. they know what um complications you may have had previously that may be affecting you at this time um so they are able to advocate for you as well um also just being informed of like with with um my pregnancy I'm more prone to preeclampsia do you know what preeclampsia means do you know what the symptoms are do you know how it's going to affect you and your baby Mm. just really being informed of things like that asking questions and the professionals know what they're doing but it's important to have an involvement it's important to work as a team and not just give give control to a stranger that doesn't know you and doesn't Mm. know your body and doesn't know your experience it's important to really work together yes so yeah that's what I would say 
that's very interesting i think one thing this is just slightly off topic but one thing i notice when in practice is how much when it comes to birth how the difference between black women and white women i often find that in general this just could just be with my trust in general white women tend to do a little bit more reading they tend to do a little bit more prep um before birth whereas um black women don't well often tend not to have as much information about certain things mm-hmm. i don't know if that's something you can resonate with but do you and how, but do you think how do you think women can kind of navigate their way through accessing that information so that they could kind of be a lot more, more informed and aware of what the birthing process looks like in this country yeah i totally agree i i've been there i've been one of those women um initially before doing hypnobirthing I think with me I've just come from a background and culture where I was just taught you get married you have kids you don't really talk about the details as much yeah um we didn't have those conversations of birth and my mum's mm. experience of birth or, or anything like that I just know that when you're in labor you go to a hospital and you give birth <laughs> to people it, it's as simple as that the people yeah. that are there are going to support you they know their job you just follow their lead and the baby will be there safe and sound and um I think just from my culture being African um a lot of women think and know know that routine that that's just you go to hospital and you give birth and that that's it no one really Mm. talks to you and no one really encourages you about being more informed because you just rely on other people Yeah. yeah And yeah, you just rely on other people to kind of get you through whatever you're going through Mm. and you'll be a mother at the end of it. That's what you know. Yeah. 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 And I think now things are changing um, where I think with the issues that are arising for black women, you know, there's a bit, there's a lot more fear and Mm. with fear, you want to be as prepared as possible. So I think people people's mindsets are changing a little bit in terms of just being a bit more informed and reading up more because we we all should and not just with birth with everything that we do in terms of you know motherhood or anything marriage or whatever Mm -hmm. it is that your situation is or your journey is at the moment I think it's just important to read and to get informed to ask questions Mm -hmm. to find people that are in the same situation as you um yeah and I've, I've seen now that there's a lot more um mother mother events and mother groups mother motherhood groups, groups. Yeah. yeah and I think that's great because people are talking a lot more even yeah. just experiences like negative and positive I think just talking in general is sharing that information and someone's gonna need it and hear it and yes. act on it which is yes. which is great so absolutely I think even just going back to you and your birthing experience, um, being pregnant with the twins, like how did you, I don't know, how did you, when you first heard that you were expecting twins, like (laughs) what went through your mind? Because for someone who's probably not thinking about having double, I don't know, like. (laughs) Yeah, it it was was a massive shock. It was a massive shock. So, you know, going, we're in, during COVID times, um, my husband wasn't able to come to the scan with me. Okay. Um, we, everyone's wearing masks. So mm. I had drank way too much water. Um, 
for the scan. So I was in pain already. I was already already annoyed before anything had even started. Yeah. I just wanted to check that the baby was all right and get out of there. That's as simple as it was going to be. Yeah. Um, so as soon as I um, lay down on the bed, <laughs> the sonographer um, literally put the scanner on my belly. Yeah. And she, the first thing she said was, um, do you have twins in your family? <laughs> and I just thought, what? Are you asking me right now? <laughs> like, what is this? Where are we going right with this one? <laughs> so I was like, no. And for a matter of fact, I just have one baby in there. And she was like, there's two babies, actually. And then she could tell that I was, not that I was annoyed, but I think I was just a bit overwhelmed. And yeah. if she had said anything more, I would have wet myself straight away. <laughs> so... <laughs> She made me um, leave the room, um, use the toilet, go for a walk for a few minutes. And I literally laughed my head off from the room to the toilet because I was just thinking, what is this woman telling me? Yeah. Like, what is this woman telling me? So anyway, I came back after my walk and I was like, let's try this again. Just because maybe I wasn't hearing properly because my bladder was too full or I don't know what it was. So we tried again and she turned the monitor around this time and then she showed me. And I think during COVID, like the disconnect with these masks, I, I hate them. You're not able to kind of gauge, you know, you're not able to really build a relationship with people yeah. because you, all, all you can see, see is their eyes. I don't, yeah. yeah, it's just really <laughs> difficult. So for me, it was a bit overwhelming. Like I don't have my husband here. I find out that there's two humans going inside me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lot to take in mm. obviously a massive shock but I'm really happy and we're yeah. really excited and yeah. you know as I said the plan has changed but Absolutely. this is the plan now and and we're happy but yeah it was just a massive shock so yeah yeah well um have you do you have any plans in terms of um you know just for parenting when the babies are here because <laughs> I mean you, I know you mentioned your son is the two-year-old gonna yeah <laughs> you know, he's yeah. <laughs> no yeah there, there's, there's plenty of support and yeah. you know we're we're just um taking things day by day especially yeah. with um just with the extra scans and the extra appointments and and each week is a milestone for us, which mm. is just how we're seeing things at the moment. Not that, yeah. you know, we're, we're hoping that things, uh, yeah, we hope things go well, but, you know, we're, we're just being really practical in terms of we're at week blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. This is how they're doing. Yeah. Um, this is how my health is. And yeah, yeah we're, we're just taking it as it comes and mm. preparing the house as much as we can, yeah. getting extra bits and bobs. Yeah. Um, yeah. How has this pregnancy been different from your your previous pregnancy, and what are some of the realities yeah. that you're experiencing now being a twin mom? Yeah. So um, the morning sickness was horrendous this time around. Well, this time because the first time I was pregnant, I had nothing, no okay. morning sickness, oh. no issues. Like I, I, you wouldn't even know I was pregnant <laughs> except with the bump. In the bump. Yeah. Said, yeah. That was it. But with this pregnancy, I knew something was different because the morning sickness I've never experienced it before and I don't wish that on anybody <laughs> goodness gracious that I lived on bread for about two months oh dear because I couldn't eat anything else oh. and you know having a two-year-old with yes. feeding him still and he likes things like Weetabix and 
things that just look nasty to me <laughs> at the time. It, it was really hard. But on the positive side of things, like working from home because of COVID um, has been a real blessing for me because yeah. I'm, I'm not commuting. I was mm. able to um, have the symptoms at home and in the comfort of my house. And yeah. yeah, just relax as much as possible. Work's been a blessing. They've been, you know, really understanding of, workload and appointments and things like that yeah um yeah so it's it's not been too bad and Mm -hmm. the only thing that's kind of stressing us right now which has still we've still got a few years to go but nursery for twins goodness (laughs) I'm glad you brought that up (laughs) because apparently childcare is expensive like I'm hearing over a grand per child. So how are you, you going to do it? <laughs> you know, we're, we're having these conversations now. And thank <laughs> God for my mother because, you know, I, I don't know how single parents do it. I don't, I really don't know because, yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy. And, you know, even without twins, just having one, it's not yeah. easy. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm just thankful for my family and my friends and, being able to rely on those closest to us because Absolutely. that's all we've got and that's who we've got and that's how we're going to get through whatever whatever is going to happen to us in a few months yeah. time so yeah, yeah. and just so taking exciting, it as a it's so exciting. yeah it is I feel like it is. we don't really hear twins commonly so when we do see twins we're like ah yeah exactly <laughs> so exactly cool. <laughs> exactly we're I remember when my, um, my mum was pregnant with the twins and I didn't even know she was pregnant with twins and then got to the hospital and I was like huh <laughs> <laughs> what is the meaning of this there's two of them like oh wow. god I was like oh god oh my goodness too I think I was just more excited with the fact that they were just two the twins <laughs> <laughs> and they had so much attention because there were two of them and it was yeah. like, what happens yeah. if one does this and that one does this it's mm-hmm. what goodness. <laughs> and that's what we're actually anticipating with our first child obviously mm-hmm. we we don't obviously want him to feel that all the attention is going on the twins so yeah. just trying to prepare ourselves and talking to mums who have a toddler and twins and getting their experience of what's worked well for them and what hasn't and what their advice is so yeah those are the kind of things we're kind of working on and also as I said like just preparing him so we've got him a few books to kind of prepare him a little bit and he talks (laughs) to the belly and yeah yeah so he knows that you're expecting and kind of yeah yeah Yeah. the biggest challenge now is sharing but (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. He's already saying, I'm not sharing with the twins. I'm not sharing with my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so we're working on that. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I am, we're actually coming to a close now, Angela. Aww. Honestly. Um, my question, I think my final question is, what advice do you have for mothers who are maybe considering hypnobirthing but are a bit unsure here and there? They're like, oh, I love the idea. Um, with my experience, um, price is a huge factor. Okay. for 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 the course for for women and you know now actually during covid there have been more online courses that are a bit mm. less a bit cheaper okay. a bit more affordable um but obviously there's advantages to face to face courses um they they're more personalized and tailored for the couple and tailored for your situation yeah. and i would say you know a lot of mums, especially first-time mums, we spend a lot of money on 
things that we don't end up using with our babies. <laughs> so yeah. why not spend that money on educating yourself and um, informing yourself and yeah, preparing yourself for an experience that you will remember forever and for information and tools and techniques that you're able to use further more than you know past your your birth and into the future um so I would say if you're thinking about it do it ask questions talk to the um instructors or teachers Mm -hmm. see if there's payment plans um talk to mothers who have done the course and see if it's benefited them and you know how it's benefited them um yeah and just stay informed and just just see what you can do because at the end of the day it's it's your birth and it's important for you to take control absolutely yeah absolutely so if people want to find out a bit more about you um you know they want to connect how can how can they do that um so i'm on instagram actually can birthing or i'm happy for people to email she can birthing at gmail.com to ask any questions um yeah and obviously my website at shecanbathing.com great well Angela thank you so much for sharing with us all those nuggets all those words of wisdom it's been mm-hmm. such a pleasure speaking to you today and, and you yeah, we, I look, we look forward to kind of connecting with you we look forward to seeing the twins and the family oh, thank you. <laughs> in a couple more months thank you thank you it's been lovely catching up with you